Welcome to the Texas Home Improvement Super Podcast with Jim Dutton. All the best calls this week throughout the state of Texas. Brought to you by Floor and Decor. Largest selection of hard surface flooring and lowest prices guaranteed. Let's head over to uh, Bryan, Texas. Hello, Robert. Hello. Hey, I, I got a uh, question for recommendations. I, I just uh, moved here from Washington State to be with my parents. Okay. And uh, I have uh, I have a, a a hole forming uh, between my septic tank and the house, and I don't think it's the septic tank because it the septic tank themselves are further away from where the hole is, and the uh, water pressure on the sprinklers are still running the same as they've always been. Okay, so you have an aerobic system then, right? Yes, sir. Okay. And uh, I did have some rather large cracks in the ground throughout the yard. And so I'm thinking that when all this rain came in, it started washing away the ground underneath. So I'm just wondering who would I... Go to talk to to see about getting this problem fixed and how dangerous is it? Well, how big a hole are we talking about? On the surface, uh, it's it's about two feet in diameter now. Okay. And, and how how deep does it go down that you can see? Oh, about a foot. Uh, but it also goes down at an angle where I can't see. And the uh, control box uh, for the uh, septic system Uh is sinking. So I know the hole extends underneath there. So I I know it's something that has to, and it's like like right next to the house. And and how how old a system is it? I don't know. The, uh, The house itself is only six years old. Um, okay. I don't know if this system was here in place uh, with the older one or not. I just bought the place about three months ago. Okay. <laughs> okay, and, and but it's not obvious that that line was just recently replaced or anything, correct? Oh, no, it wasn't. Okay. I, I, I would almost bet money that that line has a hole in it. Yeah. Uh. And what you're seeing is at, when we get the rains, the the soil is washing into it. And it that's taking it into your aerobic system. And, and your pumps would still work fine until that fills up with too much sand. Because, you know, the way aerobic systems work is it's basically got three chambers in there. The first right. one is where the debris and stuff will hold. And right now that's where all your dirt's going. And so the the third one is where the liquid pumps out, and that one's not getting the debris into it. But eventually, right. this will probably cause you to have to have the septic or the aerobic system pumped out. Right. So my recommendation would be to call the uh, either a plumber or an aerobics guy, and probably the aerobics guy is who you want to talk to. Uh, they can dig down fix the leak in the pipe, and check the aerobic to make sure that uh, it's not got too much sand in it yet. 
too much okay. dirt. And, and you know, you you should have somebody who's on call for that, anyways, because in in Texas you got to get it uh, looked at quarterly, anyways. Right. I'm I'm still um, getting all that stuff set up. Now it was yeah. inspected and repaired when I moved in. So I was just wondering, do you have a recommendation for this uh, area that I'm in? No, uh, because those guys stay very localized. Uh, they they don't typically travel very far. Okay. So it, it's probably a hole in the uh, the uh, line supplying the septic system then. Yeah, the line coming from the house, you know, right. the sewer line coming from the house to the aerobic system is i'm betting i'm betting what it's going to end up being is there's a joint there that uh probably wasn't glued and has pulled apart probably yeah with with the soil separating like it was you know that that does sound to make sense all right thank you much sir thank you we're going to farmer's branch bevins how are you today Hey, good afternoon, Jim. I wanted to call and update you on a problem I called you back a while regarding my garage door openers not uh, not answering to the the garage door opener itself. The remote yeah. would not work. Well, you and I talked about it, and uh, as it turned out, I have dual eight-foot fluorescent tubes over my eaves over the garage door, and. The only answer you could come up with is that they may be interfering with the garage door opener. Right. Well, I did some pretty extensive testing, and sure enough, when that light was off, they worked. When it was on, they did not work. So I just wanted to update you that that I'm pretty sure these fluorescent tubes are interfering with my remote control openers. You know, you wouldn't think it would, but, you know... Fluorescence gives off a, a pretty strong signal, and uh, you could probably solve that by just switching the bulbs to LED. That was what I am thinking about doing. Yep. Anyway, okay. I just wanted to call and update you on that because we were both at that time uh, yep. in a mystery. But I've tested it, and just like you and I talked about, that seems to be the problem. So now I know what the problem is. I will address it. I sure appreciate you letting me know because that helps me later. Good day. Have a good day. Appreciate your show. Thank you, sir. Take care. Going to Saginaw. Hello, Linda. Hi, Jim. Um, I have kind of a, I think, an unusual uh, problem. A couple of years ago, um, a friend suggested that we put mixers around our um, air conditioners to help them run cooler. And we did that. We went to a lot of trouble to get those things all the way around both units and we ran it all that summer and then last year that was year before last and then last year um, one of the two units went out completely and had to be replaced and they were both only five years old mm. so yeah so this year and I didn't even know what the problem was. I couldn't, we couldn't figure it out. Uh, but this year, it occurred to me that there's a lot of calcium buildup on those, yep. what they call fins, from the water. And yep. 
So this year I thought, well, I better get that off of there or I'm going to lose this unit too. Problem is, everything that I have uh, come across that removes calcium deposits and that sort of thing say not to use on aluminum. Yep. So I took some CLR and just regular uh, cleaning solution does not do anything to it. So I took some CLR and I put a piece of aluminum foil uh, in it and let it sit there for several weeks. And I couldn't tell that it did anything to the aluminum foil. It has a shiny side and a kind of a dull side, and I couldn't even tell that it dulled the shiny side. So then I decided, well, I don't have any choice. I've got to get this stuff off of here. And so I started about a really uh, soft bristle brush and sprayed some CLR on there and started trying to get it off with the brush. And it's worked to some extent, but it's such a long, drawn-out process. And my experience has been when I get um, calcium buildup on faucets and things like that, I have to soak it in vinegar yep. or, or something for quite a while before it just comes off real easy. So it suddenly occurred to me today, call Jim. <laughs> he probably has a solution because nobody else does. Even the people that put in the new air conditioner, um, I've called them three times, and uh, to be quite honest, they have not called me back with any solutions or right. suggestions of any kind yet. So I'm just wondering if um, if there's a way I can get the those fins, the that whole unit off of there and soak it in the tub. And uh, no, well, unfortunately, no. there's not. Uh, be, I mean, it can be removed, but it, you, by the time you do that, you might as well buy another unit. Um, the best you could do would be to spray it with the stuff. It soaks for a while. You spray it again. It soaks for a while and rinse it off. And that's about all you're going to be able to do to it. And it probably will shorten the life of it a little bit. Um, and I, I, I don't recommend those misters for that reason right there. It doesn't take long for those things to tear a unit up. And I, yeah, and I did I'll, hear the music. I'll get to the break here in a second. Yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, it, it, th those things, they, they should not be installed uh, oh, for well, that very no, reason. I took it off. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, okay. Well, All right. Uh, Sorry I'll, about I'll that, Linda. Okay. Well, thank you Take very care. much. Appreciate it. You bet. All right, and before I jump into the next call, uh, you know, misters on the AC. Uh, people do call in and they ask about whether or not that's going to help reduce your energy bill. On a short-term basis, it will help with the energy bill. The problem is you're going to burn the unit up in a matter of just a couple years. It, uh, it, it is not good for it because you're building up all the mineral deposits that are in your water on those fins. And so it's not something that is recommended. So please, yeah, don't don't use those things. Brad in Spring Branch sends in, even if I end up owing a consulting fee on this AC issue, your advice is always welcome. You help me with some of these issues, but I have more information now. My house is 3,000 square foot, built in 2019, 
with one three ton and one five ton they service approximately the same square foot the evaporators are in the mechanical closet inside the house and a drainage which was designed to go down through the foundation was accidentally omitted so pumps and drain pipes inside the mechanical closet were added to take care of the oversight the big issue is that the three ton unit with the thermostat set to 73 can only keep the office at the end of the duct run at 79 to 80 degrees while the bedrooms are 71 to 72. Tinkering with the ductwork didn't do much other than make the room bedroom registers noisy. The AC company says it hasn't had luck with using booster fan as they suggest a call caller last weekend. Uh, the drain pump can be very noisy, particularly due to the location near the bedrooms. So the questions are, is replacement of the three-ton with a four-ton a sensible option if a manual J calculation indicates enough of an imbalance? If so, does a variable speed unit make sense? Well, first of all, I don't think that's your problem because you got too much temperature differential in the house. If if the temperature was staying uh, the same everywhere, then I'd say, hey, that yes, then you may need to up the tonnage. But the fact that some of the rooms are staying cool and you got these other rooms are they're staying hot is an indication that it's a balance problem. It sounds like they weren't trying to, or or I don't know if you were doing it or or the AC guy but weren't trying to adjust and what we call balance the system using dampers in the ductwork, but use the registers because the balancers that you would use in the ductwork, it's just a, a flap that would choke down the ductwork some, would not uh, typically make the AC noisy at the register. That no noise usually at the register happens because People start trying to choke down the register where it's coming into the room, and that will make it noisy because it, it, you got the same amount of air trying to blow through a reduced opening. Where when you use a damper in the ductwork, that's usually going to be back at the main trunk line, and that's or at the uh, plenum box, and that's going to reduce the amount of air going down that ductwork and therefore doesn't add noise to the register. So, no, I, 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 think, uh, I think the balancing wasn't properly done. Question number two are, are less noisy pumps available, or can you recommend insulation option for the mechanical closet? Since I don't know what pump was installed, I can't say you know whether there's less noisy available, but the fact that you're hearing it tells me, yeah, there probably is a less noisy pump available. And then the third question, does a booster fan sound like an option? It could be, but the fact that the bedrooms are getting cold, the end run is not. If you start choking down the ductwork that comes off the, the run that's going to that end room, it should push more air down and balance it out. So again, I think this is, is all coming back to it. they didn't try to properly balance it. So what you're looking for is... Do they have dampers in the ducts? 
and again on on yours because it sounds like there's a, a main run that goes to that room and then ducks coming off of that main run the dampers would more than likely go in the ducks coming off the main run right next to the main run if you want to see what that looks like you can go to our website thipro.com and we actually do have a video showing the dampers and how they operate and i think if you watch that you're going to see that that's that that sounds like exactly what you need done to your home and uh, brad i hope that helps you out otherwise yes uh, you, you asked uh, can you call my office yes you can call the due west office uh and talk with one of the ac guys and uh, we'd be more than happy to see what we can do to help you out with that just a reminder, it's a huge help if you subscribe to, rate, and review the podcast. It helps people find us. Ray, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. First call of this hour. Hey, how you doing? Wonderful. Uh, I get uh, mold in my little plastic uh, vents coming in from the AC. I took them down and cleaned them, but... Is that because AC is not taking all the moisture out of the air? Well, it can be multiple things. Uh, it can be that you're not getting enough moisture out of the air, but uh, typically a lot of times what it is is you're getting heat from the attic up against the boot of the, you know, where it comes through the sheetrock. There's a metal boot that typically mm-hmm. comes in. If the insulation's not around it well, you get some... Uh, temperature changes the cold air blowing through meeting the warm uh, metal from what's been exposed to the attic and it causes mm-hmm. it to sweat and causes that mold issue so that's where the moisture could be coming from because yep. i had uh, some more insulation blowing in up there because i found out that when they built as a brand new house only six years old that they're not required to spray it all over the place but how would i check to see if that's what it is just when it kicks on, see if it's warm up on the metal. Well, it, and or literally go up in the attic and take a look. And uh, what kind of temperature are you trying to keep your thermostat at? Well, during the day, I just keep it at seventy-eight. At, at night, we kick it down to about seventy-four. Okay, yeah. And, and the reason I'm asking that: the colder you keep it, the more likely you are to have this at the t- temperatures that you just re- talked about. Uh, I'm almost betting that you have uh, insulation that's not up tight against the the metal, and that's that what's blown, causing it. The blown in, how or how do you got to pack it down around each vent? Yeah, you, you, you literally yeah. can just move it with your hands around the the. Because I just had a bunch there. more blown in up there. I think it's yeah, but what happens is where the where the when the the way the duct comes in the the, the yeah. tubing. It blocks it yeah. sometimes from getting in underneath it. Because they got this, look like a tar around it where it's hooked into the AC there. Going into yep. the roof, I couldn't see because it's got all that blown-in insulation around them. Yeah. And it's mainly our bathroom, which is directly under the AC, and the two bedrooms on each side of the guest bathroom, I guess. Yeah. So that's and what so- I'd have to check to see if it's down hard on there. Yep, yep. 
Because I checked the drip pan and there's no water in there. It don't look like there's been much in there at all. Well, and there of, shouldn't be. Uh, the drip pan yeah. it, it, the, 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 that you physically see, that's the overflow. Your primary yeah. is, is inside the unit itself where you don't that really see it. That should be leaking it. outside? And, and that one normally leaks into the uh, pipes like under a bedroom sink or something like that. Now, in some so cities, that goes it does right go into outside. The drain. Okay. Yeah. So it's... The AC still doing good. It's just a hitting where it hits the vent and the heat yep. from the attic. Yep. Well, I'm going to have to get up there and see if I can get to all of them and pack it in there a little bit more. Because I looked up in the piping and I didn't see no mold up there. It was mainly on just a little white plastic vent that blows out of it. Yeah, and that, that's even more indication that, it, that it's caused from the heat in the attic then. Matt in Duncanville says, My neighbor called me over the other day to see his new floor. It looks good, but when you walk on it, it kind of snaps, crackle, pops. Not really loud, but it is annoying. Do you know of a company that can put down this type of flooring without it making these noises? Love your show. Thanks. Well, Matt, normally... That's a result of the way it was installed. And normally that's a result that they didn't use floor leveler. And so the concrete underneath has some little waves up and down. Concrete is not tabletop level when it's poured. And those uh, type of floating floors like that really do want almost tabletop level. So you use the floor leveler to give it a nice flat even surface so when you put your floor on it and you step on it it doesn't have any sags or give anywhere that noise you're hearing is because the floor has higher and lower spots under it it bridges across from high spot to high spot and so when you hit a low spot the floor sags down crackles and pops and makes all that noise most installers can keep that from happening I don't know if he did it himself or if uh, he just had a poor installer, but uh, that that is definitely not the norm on these type of floors. Hello, Wes. Hello. I have a quick question. I uh, having a house built, and we're looking at whether to use a tankless water heater or a standard water heater. What do you say? In doing new construction, without question, tankless. Okay. And uh, why is that? You know, even we, for people who have the option to switch from a tank to tankless on existing homes, there's mm-hmm. some huge advantages. Number one, obviously, you never run out of hot water; it's continuous the whole time. Uh, number okay. two, you're only using energy when the water heater is when you're using hot water and Mm -hmm. you know let's face it when we're sleeping at night we're not using hot water when we're at work during the day we're not using hot water and so uh, the rest of the time you're spending money to keep water hot that's not being used your water heater typically accounts for 20 percent of your energy bills in the home whether gas or electric uh, and mm-hmm. so anything you can do to make it more efficient helps, and the tankless are way more efficient than a tank-type water heater. 
Well, perfect. You answered my question. I appreciate it. Alrighty. You take care. You too. Thank you. Bye. Uh, now, we did, didn't go over what type of water heater, gas or electric, but even gas or electric, tankless is more energy efficient because you're only using energy when you're producing hot water. Um, on a on a gas type water heater, I would take a look at the Navion system. It uh, vents using PVC instead of a double wall stainless steel because it is that energy efficient with the heat. It it utilizes all the heat to make hot water for you. BT, this is Jim. How can I help you? Hey Jim, appreciate all your knowledge. I've got a rental mobile home, a twenty year old uh, Schultz, which is a hardy plank. We are experiencing the flooring, uh, oh, of course, the subfloor getting rotted because the lady's putting the uh, temperature down. So I, I think I have a moisture issue that's actually attacking the subfloor, which is a plywood, and check underneath it. It's all dry. So check the air conditioning. Seem like it's working correctly. I think I have some negative air. Maybe I'm not getting enough air flow. But everywhere yeah, the else, there's no, yeah, in the crawl space, yeah, there's no moisture in the crawl space. It's pretty dry. So, uh-huh. But the actual subfloor is now starting to mold and deteriorate. But I've been told that's normal in a 20-year-old, uh, you know, prefabbed uh, type structure. So I was just trying to get your... Your opinion, should I put some type of moisture barrier between the floor and the uh, plywood when we when we take it out? I've never mm-hmm. found it to be normal to get that. I mean, usually it can be traced back to, uh, like you were looking for, a ventilation problem uh, where we're right. not getting enough right. ventilation or we're getting moisture underneath from something. So right. I would definitely pursue that first. Now, sometimes okay. people will try to blow air in underneath. You never want to uh-huh. blow air underneath a crawl space home. You use the fans to suck air out from under it, which will draw air in through the other vents. Um, right. And, and that way you're not pressurizing the system because if, if you blow air underneath, it'll, it'll pressurize it underneath and blow air up into the living space which can cause right. other mildew issues so um, maybe um you know because there's no mildew anywhere inside the walls inside the place strictly on the floor so i thought well maybe a dehumidifier in the actual air conditioning maybe it's coming surprisingly enough you know. they do they do make them for under there but very rarely are, are they needed um right you mind holding on because I, I got a couple questions I want to ask you to try to narrow this down some. And uh, okay. I'm going to put you on hold. We'll be right back with more Texas home improvement. We were talking with uh, BT in Conroe. And uh, BT, uh, now I know you got a crawl space underneath this. Is this a house that's up on block and base, a mobile home, or, or what is it? Correct, correct, correct. It's a mobile home on blocks. Okay. Uh, they made it. They made it uh, look like it was all the way down. They put hardy siding all the way around the perimeter of it, and put vents in all the way around it every every three feet. So I thought, well, I'm not getting enough ventilation. You're not there, maybe. 
yeah, yeah. you're not for the so. for the way a mobile home is built. Uh, yes, sir. And, and even you know, for a regular crawl space home, that would probably be fine. But I think what you're going to find right. when you go underneath there, uh, you got mm-hmm. a plastic underneath, uh, yeah. you know, that seals the, everything, mm-hmm. and up underneath right. that is fiberglass insulation. That exactly. insulation exactly. is full of moisture at this point because of, okay. of them putting that tight skirting. And that's right. that's what's going to have to be changed out. And unfortunately, what about there? Uh, I was uh, I was advised also to possibly have it just pulled out, then just yep. have spray foam blown in there. Is that a possibility, you know, or is it is that kind of? It, it is because the spray foam doesn't take on moisture. Use a use a. Uh, there's two types of spray phones, closed cell and open cell. Use a closed cell so it doesn't take on moisture, and that'll eliminate this problem. Okay. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Well, hey, Jim, I appreciate it. I thought that's what's going to happen. Just pretty much get the skirting, get that whole siding off there, put the regular skirting back. Yep. Get a little more flow, and then, of course, the moisture's in the actual, uh, in the actual insulation. Well, you can actually use Hardy makes you know you could use Hardy on it if you want, like the soffit board material. Hardy has yeah, yeah, a continuous right. perforated, and and that works fine. But uh, really, the way the mobile homes are put together, they're put together to be open underneath, uh, and once you seal it right. up, you you start having these moisture issues. Yeah, I know it's already all uh, the floors are getting rotted and the whole bit, so I'm pretty much going to have to start on one end of the home and then replace it all the way back and then, of course, get that bottom replaced. But uh, other than that, though, it's a solid it's a solid structure. It's just a matter of uh, handling this moisture problem on the you know on the floor. So. All right. Yep. Okay. You take care. Okay. Thanks, sir. Going to Humble and Darren, this is Jim. Welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Hi, Jim. Thank you for taking my call, and thank you for all that you do. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. I have a question in regard to attic fan. Mine is uh, not working. The blades are, uh, the, the, it's not spinning. So my home is 3,300 square feet, single um, story home. Um, but I don't, the, the fan size that I found at the box stores is 2,300, I guess, CFM. And so. I'm not yeah. sure what type of fan that I would replace it with. And uh, this is for attic ventilation, correct? It's, it goes up on the roof to take the air out of the attic? That is correct. Okay. I just wanted to verify because I've been getting a lot of calls about uh, fans for circulating air in the house. You know, the old-style fans where you could open the windows and and circulate air. So, right. well, uh, this is in the attic uh, mounted in the roof, yes. Okay. And I'm sorry, the current one is 2300 CFM, or that's what you found for replacement? No, I don't know what the current one is. Uh, what I found at the box store is uh, I found a 2300, and at one time I saw a 2800, and I wasn't sure what I should be getting, um, if it actually makes a difference. Smaller is better on, on that. Uh, it, it, and it depends on the size of the home. But typically, when you get too big a CFM going into one location, it'll it can actually start trying to suck air from inside the house as well. Uh, now, okay. I think you'll be fine with that with the size of your home and the, and that size fan. 
I typically don't go with an electric one. I'll, it, if I'm going to put something power up there, it's going to be solar powered. Uh, because the the electric ones are notorious for the motors going out. Okay, because it does have a uh, a junction box right there just to run it into it. So you recommend replacing that with the solar fan? Correct. Okay. Normally, it'll it'll right. last a lot longer, and uh, you know it 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 has all the same functions. It's just it it just doesn't have the same problems. But is that Jim? Is that something that I could install as a novice? I mean, <clears throat> you know, uh, is there some type of different installation for that that I'd have to retrofit? No, uh, I can go into the, the the same openings and everything. But uh, regardless of if you go with the solar or the electric one, have you worked on roofs before? As far as doing shingle work? Nope. 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 Okay, because that is something that you would have to do to change it out. Uh, the The shingle has to be peeled back. The, the fan base gets installed, and the shingles go over it, much like flashing. Yep. And, and so you'll, you'll want to have some skill sets with dealing with the shingles. Going to Friendswood. Hello, Ken. How are you today? Good. How are you doing today? Doing wonderful. All right, all right. Hey, I had a comment on the uh, um, the water heaters you talked about earlier. Yeah. I got a son-in-law in Dallas, and he has one, and his house is about four or five years old. And I have to run water almost four or five minutes to get hot water, right? So, um, and then the other comment I had was... Well, um, hey, hang on. Let, let's. I want to I address that real quick, because... People always have this conception that a tankless water heater is going to get them water faster. Uh, whether it's a tank or tankless, the amount of time it takes for the water to travel from where the water heater is to the faucet doesn't change. Correct. However, I've got a 50-gallon water heater with a recirculation pump, so i got hot water all the time, right? And right. I but you can... feel if I... Go ahead. You can do that with tankless as well. Okay, so, and that would keep it, re okay, that's one option, all right. Now, I've got yeah. a 50-gallon tank, and uh, 12, it's a 12-year ream that's about five years old, and it, uh, my gas bill is only about 35 bucks a month, right? Mm -hmm. So that's for three people, but still, I just, uh, I heard what you said about the tankless, and I know a lot of people go with them, but uh, yeah. they're just expensive. You know, so I'm not trying to rain on your parade. Just another comment. Sure. Oh no, I, there is no question they do cost more than a tank water heater. Uh, but the the lifespan of a tankless is typically double that of a tank. There's a plus and right there. Right. Yeah, and and that's a huge plus. Uh, and here's the other big one for me. A lot of our water heaters in the Houston area are in the attic. And wow, that's a that's a bad design. I'm with you on that. It, it 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 is, but when you have a tankless up there, it has a sensor inside the um, box that the tankless is in, and and the the minute it starts getting a drop of water, it shuts the water supply off to it. With a tank, right. when that tank starts leaking, you got a 50 gallons that's got to come out before it's done and go somewhere. What about yep. what you talked about having a research pump on a tankless? So that's such small flow. Is that enough to trigger the sensor? 
Yes, uh, it, it, because what it does is on a uh, Navion system, for instance, has an option for a small tank on there that recirculates the hot water. And so okay. you have instant hot water every place. And uh, so it doesn't have to trigger for the water to the sensor to 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 be producing hot water the whole time because it has a recirculating tank that handles that part of it. Okay, okay. All right, well, thanks a lot. Enjoy your show. Be safe. Hey, you take care. You've just heard the best calls and questions from Texas Home Improvement. For more information about our show, go to THIPro.com.